The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Customer Engagement Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to take a deep dive into the ways you can appropriately engage with your most valuable assets, your customer relationships. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that discusses the tactics you can implement to build stronger and longer lasting relationships with your customers. With us today is Tink Taylor, who's the founder and president at Dot Digital, which is the global leader in customer engagement technology. Dot Digital's platform seamlessly integrates your e-commerce, CRM, and business intelligence data to give you a powerful marketing tool that sends the right message at the right time across your email, SMS, social, mobile, web, and retargeting channels. So far this week, we've discussed personalization and how to use data and insights to create experiences, omni-channel engagement, and mobile prioritization. And today, we're going to continue our conversation by talking about customer segmentation and how to market to real people using personas. Here's the fourth installment of Customer Engagement Week with Tink Taylor from Dot Digital. Tink, welcome back to Customer Engagement Week on the MarTech Podcast. Hi, how are you doing today? Good, doing well. Excited to have you back. We've covered a ton of ground this week, everything from how to get the right message to the right person at the right place at the right time, the difference between mobile and desktop, a lot about our content. And today we're going to talk about the people that we're actually trying to reach and about segmentation. I think that there's an important thing to think about. Segmentation is meant to be a tool to create a view of a representation of a swath of your customers, but it does not speak specifically to each individual person. How do you and Dot Digital reconcile the difference between a customer persona and creating segments and then the unique and specific interests of one individual person as it relates to customer engagement? So first up, why do we do all this stuff? But it is to deliver that hyper-personalization, that one-to-one feeling of messaging. So when I'm at, I'm at the recipient's end, I feel that this is relevant. I feel you've put in time and effort and you've loved me as a customer because you've gone to that effort to deliver me the relevance for me as an individual. So the question begins, how do you go about that? Well, obviously, that's the mindset of always collecting data 
and leveraging that, you know, whether that's an e-commerce store, looking at browsing history, purchase history, maybe you've run competitions or surveys and polls to collect more data. Perhaps you've connected to your CRM system where maybe your call center or whatever else or your live chatbots have, have had conversations with your customers as well. So pulling all of that data into something that is usable and actionable, that's key. We talk about RFM modeling and insights. That's recency, frequency, and monetary value. So you can create intelligent segments based on that level of recency or the frequency and the value of previous transactions. And you can put people in various buckets in terms of are they highly engaged right the way through to inactive. And in the middle there, you've got things like real loyal customers, customers that are very frequent and recent. And then you start thinking to yourself, what are the types of messages that are suitable for that segment or even better if you build a persona around what a customer looks like in that segment and then understand how you would therefore then communicate to them to deliver that relevance. And I think you're onto a winner. I think of a hierarchy when it comes to the difference between personas, segments, and customer messaging. You know, I think of a persona being a representation of a large portion of your customers, and you're really only going to create a couple of these. These can be people that are interested in a specific product type or people that come in through a specific channel, or if you're B2B, people that work in a specific industry. And to me, the purpose of the personas is to think about your messaging, right? What is the type of tone and what is the motivation of this type of customer? So when you are pushing your marketing messages out, they are relevant for a broad swath of your customers. I think about the segments being more about what the customer is actually doing and what your relationship with them. This person is a lapsed customer. We need to change our messaging to reflect that they have gone through a certain type of experience. This is a new customer. Our messaging needs to be more about onboarding and education. This is one of our best customers. We need to show our appreciation. And at the end of the day, with all of the messaging, you need to reflect what you know about that individual person. Include their name, talk about what their purchase behavior is, take the data that you know about them specifically and include it in your messaging. Am I alone in thinking that there is a trickle-down effect between personas to segments to the actual individual piece of communication? Did I make that up, or is that a practice that other brands use? It does feel about right to say the segment is what delivers relevancy in terms of they're in the right bucket. The persona that you lay over the top of that is how you think about communicating to that person. So if you've got a segment or a persona you've built around, you know, product champions, these are the guys that are your biggest spenders, they're buying frequently from you, they're likely to be advocates. Those are the best ones. Yeah, and we encourage those guys, as we talk about linking channels, encourage them to go and leave reviews and all of that sort of stuff, because they will do it, they will go above and beyond the call of duty for you. But as you rightfully say, maybe your inactives or the people that maybe in, the, in your nurturing bucket will need a very different tone because they've probably gone through an experience that wasn't positive and you probably, you, know, you need to be super professional at that time to turn around that opinion. But as the types of messaging or the mindset of an individual, if they have just bought something, you go and educate them. They will become a recurring customer if they've had a good post purchase experience as well. So persona is sort of like a fairly recent modern phenomena that's come out of development that now into marketing. But I think it helps 
the team sort of shaped their mind on how the communication could be. I think I said earlier in the week that quite often, obviously, in digital marketing, we've lost the art of copywriting and that craft that can make a real difference. And I think personas helps that. It's not all just about the data. That's maybe your automations, your segmentations, and all of that sort of good stuff. Like if you're pulling all that into your system, you're being smart about how you segment or how you analyze that data. Perhaps you have to apply it to some sort of machine learning because you've got so much data. If you do that smart, you can then fail at the next hurdles about what you then actually say. But so I think the persona really does help bring that alive. And I think that does have that trickle down effect as you describe. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. Talk to me about how DotMailer and, and other companies alike are using technology to build not necessarily personas, but segments. What can you tell about your customer through data and through technology? With our platform, I think I said it earlier, we allow customers to send us any data. It could be any data, any shape from any platform. Well, I think we're quite unique in that, that we make that very, very easy. So if you've got a CRM system or you've got an e-commerce platform or whatever other technology, you can send that data in. So we have a high potential of absorbing all of the information you know about your recipients. And as you alluded to there, there's all sorts of things like browsing behavior. We all know about the abandoned cart and that sort of stuff. So that's that's good information. Previous web behavior as well, previous purchase behavior, that all can be pulled in. So in our world, we enable those to be truly blended. So I might say, I want everyone, because I know they're in this location, that have previously bought this product, that have been looking at this page and this page and this page for the next period of time on our website, I want to send them messages or put them in a certain segment so I can send them messages. So that's really easy. I think probably more recently, certainly for us, just given the size of the data sets that some of our clients have, 
it's very difficult to understand anything above kind of the bread and butter we described earlier in the week. I know I need to do a welcome email, so I have a segment for that. I know I've got to do an onboarding or abandoned cart email. As I said, if you look into the data, there is gold to be mined. And sometimes maybe we don't have the time or we just don't know where to look. So this is where we're now sort of deploying machine learning to look at all of the interactions, the engagements and the conversations that we've had with the customer to then suggest segmentation and automation for you. So I think we described maybe my like of blue snowboards the other day. I could be having a live chat, that live chat, that history of that conversation gets analyzed by the machine learning and then I can be processed into various automations and segments from there, which is over and above just getting the, the bread and butter basics in play. I think that there's a lot of marketers that are out there that get really intimidated by segmentation in the sense that there are potentially unlimited segments of each time you create a new segment, each time you decide, well, someone who's visited the site three times, put something into their cart and abandoned, but then came back and purchased as a segment right? You can come up with an unlimited number of permutations of behaviors to create segments and then create messaging from them. What are the baselines for where you should be focused in terms of basic blocking and tackling? Where are you creating too many segments and creating messaging that is irrelevant? And where is segmentation actually adding value? Yeah, I think there is a temptation. Segmentation, you know, was sort of cool and trendy several years ago. Everyone started talking about it, and then no one was doing it, and then everyone started doing it, and then came the time where I think that some people may have been overcomplicating or oversegmenting. So I think the number one thing is, as I said the other day, is, is stop looking at percentages because quite often your segmentation strategy is driven by vanity metrics like open rates or click rates and such like and what's the percentage i was getting 10 percent open rates now i'm getting 30 percent. that doesn't really drive the bottom line in your business i think you're looking at the wrong thing there i could give you 100 percent open rate if you like because i can send one email i'll segment every single person out and just send it to my mum because she opens everything i send her but it's not going to make us uh, shift the needle in terms of the revenue from my business a good rule of thumb as well is once you've got your segmentation from a data point of view done and dusted, go and actually read all of the different variations of the emails that you're sending out. Because quite often you can do all this segmentation, but the amount of difference in the actual physical content that goes out, if it's not that different, then you've probably over-segmented. So yeah, I've quite often seen that. It's like, well, here's our batch going out to these guys and here's our data that's going out to this segment. And then you just sort of look at the actual communication that goes out. Maybe it's an email and it's just sort of 90% the same content-wise. And it's like, was it really worth the effort? So one, you might not have the content to be able to do that. And if you haven't, then you've over-segmented or you haven't applied enough time and energy to actually make the content different enough. So I think you need to make sure that your segments are actually getting something of relevance and interest, and it is worth going to that effort if your content on your output and your overall messaging is tailored enough. If it's not, then you may have gone too much. I think that's a great tip for thinking about segmentation. If you're going to create a new segment and you can't figure out how to differentiate your messaging and you can't figure out how to distribute it in a more effective fashion, whether it be a different channel of distribution, right? Email, SMS, mobile, right? If you're not able to either say, I'm going to send this in a different format, or I'm going to create different content, it's probably not going to end up being a valuable segment. Yeah. And I think 
we can look at also as well as the engagements to that messaging and in that channel. I mean, that's one of the beauties of a omni-channel automation tool is maybe I sent this message out via email. I know they haven't opened. I'll do a quick remail. That's a fantastically successful and easy to implement tactic. So send the same message again. Maybe you change the subject line, but it automatically goes out with a different subject line. They still haven't engaged. Well, let's ping them on another channel and see if they respond, say, to the SMS or Facebook message or, or so on as it goes. So you'll have people that are in your segments that may move to sort of micro segments within them as they run through the automation flow based on their level of engagement. But going back to the point I made earlier, do make sure your initial message is actually different enough. Otherwise, you might be wasting a whole lot of time, effort and energy at a data level that's serving you no purpose. Any other last thoughts on how to make segmentation effective? Well, I think it's having a strategy. As I say, we, we provide guidance on his best practice. Here are all the segments and maybe the type of content that a segment would need. So sort of some templates ready to go and they're, they're sort of common practices depending on what, what sector your business is in. And then I would always suggest spending some time with someone not only in the business, but about you know, sometimes a second set of eyes from outside the business as well, just looking and exploring for opportunities that might live within your business scenario for other segments. And then obviously technology like ours that will help also generate segments or suggest segments based on understanding and analyzing your data. And yeah, that's sort of the, the icing on the cake. At the end of the day, segmentation can be an incredibly complicated topic. There are some basic table stakes, setting up your onboarding, your welcome message, your abandoned cart, right? There are some basic blocking and tackling, but you can take segmentation out to the nth degree. And so if you're not providing incremental value by delivering your message through a new channel, if you can't figure out what your creative is, it probably isn't worth the time to create that new segment. And also because it can be such a big topic, it's also one of those areas where it's worthwhile to bring in somebody else who is a segmentation expert to help you look at your data and try to derive value out of it. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Tink Taylor from Dot Digital for joining us. If you'd like to learn more of Tink's tips for building an effective customer engagement strategy, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we wrap up Customer Engagement Week by talking about the future of customer engagement as it relates to data, privacy, and ethics. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Tink, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Tink Taylor, T-I-N-K-T-A-Y-L-O-R. Or you can visit his company's website, which is .digital.com. Just one link in our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests, and you can also sign up for our weekly newsletter, which is a once-a-week blast, which gives you details about all of our episodes. If you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, we'd love to hear from you. You can send us a question by going to benjshap.com slash question, where you can give us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in our podcast feed, in addition to the rest of our conversation with Tink Taylor from Dot Digital, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. 
All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.